Good morning to you on Fellowship Day 277. I actually had a wee blaspheme to myself when I was actually typing out 277. Um, when I'm recording these, uh, you know, I have the thoughts together. I come and have a gab with you for five or ten minutes or whatever it may be. And at the same time, I'm writing, you know, day whatever so that I can I can write the podcast up as a, a blog afterwards for those who prefer to read. And then I was typing it this morning and 277 came out and I was like, Jesus, when was the last time I actually recorded? And it was day 270. And it seems there's times like this, it's a busy start to, you know, the first quarter of the calendar year on this fellowship. Some of the reasons I'll tell you later, but it just feels that sometimes that the recordings are getting further apart. But anyway, anyway, I hope hope to bring some regularity um, for for you if you're still here, even if you're here for the first time. We'll see uh, who you are in the Q and A sessions for those of you who come forward for those. Subtle reminder, subtle reminder. You can at any point go onto the web pages of the podcast, uh, be it today for day 277 or previous days, there's a podcast page for every episode. And at the bottom of that, there's a prompt where you can send in any of the questions or comments you have. For me, I've set it up so that you send in an audio recording. I'd love to hear it from your voice rather than me reading it aloud. When we get those in, I'll play them out on the podcast and I'll answer them live um, without a script, without rehearsal, as as genuinely openly as I can um, to give you some sort of feedback on what you're curious about. There we go. We went down a, a wee branch there. I didn't mean to talk too much about the Q&A, but there we are. Um, I want to put out more reminders for that and there it was. Back to day 277, uh, yeah, I hope to be more regular. We're busy because we've got several papers that we're publishing at the minute. We've got some turnover in the team as well. It's an exciting time for undergraduates. They're finishing projects. Exciting time for more senior members of the team who are moving on to new positions, onto pastures new, onto fellowships new of their own. So... Yeah, it's making sure projects come to a natural conclusion, um, a passable conclusion, you know, for the next person who will take over a particular project and to make sure that those who are leaving are, are leaving on the best possible terms, that they're comfortable with how they leave things, that we are um, backing everything up. We've got plenty of uh, points of connection and contact going forward so that we build the alumni community of the group. Yeah, lots of all of those things coming together is another whimsical and exotic excuse as to why the podcast is no longer daily as it naively was in the beginning. But still, we're here and we've come three and a half minutes round to the theme of today, which can be described with uh, another wee meander. Come with me as I tell you that this morning I was walking into work and I diverted myself into a, a lovely little coffee shop called The Clock Tower, which is past the hospital in the centre of Glasgow. And on my way to the university building, I made a detour, made a beeline for The Clock Tower this morning because... 
I fancied a flat white and they make really good coffee. Got it to take away. Um, got a, a roll and sausage with potato scone. I am showing every Glasgow stereotype imaginable. The only thing I didn't have in my hand was a glass bottle of Iron Brew. An in-joke for the people in the town. Uh, others of you will be thinking, Jesus Christ, will you get to the point? That coffee was not my first of the day. This was all before nine o'clock. That breakfast roll that I had was not my first breakfast of the day, but still I felt I needed it. I wanted it. I needed a refuel. I needed to charge myself up and I needed to do that all with the background of thrash metal pulverising my ears to get me upbeat, to get me ready for the day. And although parts of those things are somewhat ritualistic in the way that I live my life daily, at least during this time of work, and uh, being a young parent, I didn't necessarily need that second coffee or that second breakfast, but why I needed it? Why did I need it? Because I've not slept very well recently. I've not slept a lot at all. Um, but the part, the point of all of that and the thing that's coming around to some sort of distilled theme and prompt for today is that part of that lack of sleep is you know, somewhat out of my control. The, the kids being years uh, three and one mean that their sleep schedules are, at the best of times, chaotic. Um, they might get up during the night, they'll come through to our bed, wriggle around, uh, do their very, very unconscious best to stop me and their mother from having a solid even six hours of sleep, which sounds absolutely magical at this point when I say it out loud. But there's that part of it. Um, it's tiring, it's exhausting. But let's face it, that part of a lack of sleep, without going into the gory details of how it was achieved, <laughs> um, we knew what we were getting into when we wanted to become parents where we did it all by ourselves uh, and that part of it we don't bemoan that it's just the way things are our sleep is not as steady as regular as uninterrupted as it was before we were parents but that wasn't really the cause of the second coffee and the second breakfast this morning there was another part of the lack of sleep which is really what I want to discuss this morning which is the self-inflicted part now, there's an undercurrent of excitement here because my most recent bout of late nights and a lack of sleep was because I was finishing the uh, editorial draft of my book, You Are Not a Fraud. I was exhilarated when I finished that because that's I've now handed that off to my editor and I'll be waiting a couple of weeks to get that back, at which point I will squeegee the blood from the draft and try to polish it up into the final book product to be able to launch that later in the year, later in 2022. Um, it's an ambitious project. It's one I've been working on for many years. In order to get it over the line, I was working with a habit that I've failed to break for many years, which is to procrastinate up to the last minute, up to the agreed deadline for that draft. And as such, I've spent the last couple of nights being up till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, giving myself four or five hours sleep at best. Add that to the interruptions that come from the kids. Then it means that over the past week, I haven't slept a great deal. 
I'm feeling a little bit run down. I'm feeling like I want to vaporize any food that comes my way, hence the second breakfast. Hence the second injection of caffeine at an obscene rate early in the early hours of the working morning. Two coffees before nine o'clock was my alarm bell that led me down the path of wanting to make this a podcast episode for you this morning. But yeah, yeah, all of that is to say that, you know, the book thing is exciting, but it's by no means the first time that I've behaved in this way. It's by no means the only time that I have worked very closely to a deadline to get something over the line. It's by no means the only time that getting to that deadline has meant several late nights on the bounce and unnecessarily harming myself through the lack of sleep that that behaviour has caused. Now, part of the reason I say this out loud is conversationally for you and I, but it's also to continue to increase my own selfish awareness of what the hell it is that I'm doing to myself on these occasions. You know, I'm in my early-ish 30s now, you know, as, as a parent with increasing responsibilities, you know, ticking the boxes of uh, mortgage, mortgage, wife, kids and dog. My responsibilities and my time are, are uh, have utterly transformed. The level of responsibility in my life has transformed over the recent years. And all of that has given me a hyper-awareness that I'm not going to be around forever. You know, I'm not getting any younger. Uh, life is here to be lived, but it could be cut short at any moment. And that's always on my mind now that I've got two little lives who depend entirely on me and entirely on their mother. And I say that because that point of mortality is not benefited any by this bewildering behaviour of cutting out necessary sleep. It's a dichotomy because those of us... If you have ambition, if you have ambition, sleep is both your worst enemy and your best friend. You think it's your worst enemy because sleep takes away from time that you could be at the keyboard, that you could be creating content, that you could be building your next asset or your next product, your next venture. But at the same time, that sleep that you would call the nemesis is the very same sleep that will recharge you to the point of being able to extract the most out of your hours rather than to extract the most number of hours available to you. The point of sleep for those who think solely about ambition is to try to refocus sleep such that the hours that you do work are of the highest quality, that you focus on the quality of work and not the quantity of the hours that you put into the work. That's something is, uh, I, even if I say it out loud like that, I cringe a little bit because it's somewhat patronising. It's obvious, but clearly not obvious enough to stop me from behaving in this way when I've got an ambitious project that I want to finish, a deadline that I've known about for weeks, if not months, and yet still I find myself procrastinating such that I have to work late and have to push myself hard to get to that deadline. 
Before I close on this somewhat ranting ramble of sleep, I thought, well, well, why not, why not, um, why not find some data, some stats, some thoughts that are beyond my own on sleep? And I turned very quickly from a, a quick Google of sleep to the UK's National Health Service web pages. And I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at a, play, a page, excuse me, that's called Why a Lack of Sleep is Bad for Your Health. Scrolling through that page, you can see that one in three of us suffer from poor sleep. That can be stress, that can be because of the amount of blue light that we pollute our lives with at all hours of the day through our computers, through our screens, through our phones. But the the point that matters most with regards to the sleepless nights I've mentioned and how it matters to you is this point on the NHS webpage that asks what happens if you don't sleep? Everyone's experienced the fatigue, short temper and lack of focus that often follow a poor night's sleep. An occasional night without sleep makes you feel tired and irritable the next day but it won't harm your health. After several sleepless nights, the mental effects become more serious. Your brain will fog, making it difficult to concentrate and make decisions. You'll start to feel down and may fall asleep during the day. Your risk of injury and accidents at home, work and on the road also increases. And that's not to mention other ailments like uh, increases in the risk of certain cancers, of heart disease, of obesity, of more serious mental health concerns. All of this stuff racks up over the longer term with multiple nights on the bounce where you're not sleeping. And oh God, my, my wife and I know this from the nights where we've just not slept solidly in a while. You can feel that spiral almost. You can feel that a temptation to go downwards towards, you know, a real depths of exhaustion and I dare say depression. Um, it never gets that far. We've got each other for support, thankfully. But, you know, that plus all of this other self-inflicted behaviour together makes it easier to see along with the data from the NHS web pages that I've just read out that this can go downhill very fast if you don't treat sleep appropriately. That's what I'm trying to do in saying this and sharing it with you. I hope it serves as a point of thought for you. I hope you'll consider how you can get the very best sleep so that you can get the very most out of the hours that you leave yourself in the day. Thanks again for being here. I'll see you again soon for another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Take care and be well. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-r-e-i-d dot com. Thanks again for listening.